When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I miss the one I care for more than I miss nobody. Hey, it's Steve Balton. Welcome back to My Turning Point. This week, Sage Bob and I have a really fun conversation with jazz great Joshua Redman. He has a wonderful new album called Where Are We, which features vocals from Gabrielle Cavassa. Really great record. Fun conversation on Springsteen, America, and so much more. Hope you enjoy this one as much as we did. Well, wait. So what would you what would you like your second personality to be? Like if you if you could merge off into split personality what would you want your alter ego to be uh i don't know but so but but <laughs> something closer to the way whatever my personality is as a musician i would prefer to be that in uh <laughs> in in the rest of my life i think i'd be a, a, a much more highly functioning and and uh more uh more satisfied human being but uh you know you can't can't have it all right <laughs> I absolutely fucking love that answer. It's really funny. We went to see last night our friend Queen Herbie on stage. Uh, do you know her, Queen Herbie? I, I don't know. She's like an R&B singer. She used to be in a band called Carmen, but she's a very, very, very close friend of ours. And it's funny because Sage just played an amazing show at Vibrato with Gabrielle Cavassa. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, tell me and, she had been down there. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. The reason I bring that up, and she'll talk to you about Gabby in a second, because they're friends, is it's funny because we were discussing this last night. It's a very interesting thing to watch people that you know well get mm-hmm. on stage and become different people. And it's yeah. funny, one of my favorite artists of all time is Patti Smith. And mm-hmm. I remember reading an interview with her where she said, she's like the most sweetest woman in the world. She's like, when I get yeah. on stage, I'm half animal. Yeah. So yeah. for you, yeah. Yeah. this is not where I expected to start, but I love this conversation. Do you become a different person on stage? And do you become a different person playing music? And when did you first realize that there was Josh Redman, the person, and Joshua Redman, the artist. Mm, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have led you down this line of questioning, but I'm, I'm game for it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say I, I don't think I've become a, a different person. I mean, at least I hope I don't. Um, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, to the extent that any of us have. To the self, to the extent that the self is real, which it probably isn't. Um, like I would like to think that, like you know, um, I'm a fairly integrated self, and hopefully, the self that exists in music is related to the self that that exists outside of music. But I guess, I mean, I, I kind of feel like I'm often my best self um, in music, and I guess, I guess, it, mainly because I, I think that um, it's it's always been through music that I kind of have been able to relate to the world and maybe in particular to relate to other um other beings in the world other other humans um you know in the most kind of uh 
honest and genuine and in a way unselfconscious way like i like i think you know I mean, I, 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 as a as as a as a as a human outside of music in the world i carry a fair amount in my head and i have a noisy head and you know and i guess you could say you know so i mean i was super introverted as a kid probably anxious you know i mean th these are kind of that's kind of the way i'm i'm wired you know and with music i've always felt um kind of the most relaxed and at peace and accepting of myself and in a way i kind of lose myself and also feel very um in a way i, I feel i've come in a kind of a musical extrovert and um and and uh and very um yeah just 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 i'm in the moment and and going with the flow i mean it sounds a little woo woo but it's that that's it, it is kind of music is kind of a spiritual salvation for me in in in, a, in some respects I don't think that's woo-woo at all, but go for it. So Sage, go for it. No, I just, I had to share Ann Wilson the other day. She put it so perfectly. She said, I become invisible behind the voice. Mm -hmm. And in being in different worlds that she creates as a composer, she just, that is what is the personality. And then she just goes away. So mm -hmm. I wanted to ask about your creation of these different worlds and perhaps that's the split personality that we're speaking on and your navigation in the, the composition of it in the feeling of it and how it's just a different facet of you yeah well i mean i definitely i definitely don't feel like i'm creating another space or another world for myself i, I don't don't feel like that at all I, I feel like that space and that world just exists and i enter into it and you know the 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 space and uh, and that world is the space and world of 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 making music with other 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 beings you know and that's a very um it's a very comfortable space for me it's also a very sacred space for me um yeah it's a, it's a space that 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 i've kind of uh uh, I, I've entered from a very early age. I mean, I, I wasn't, a, you know, Steve, you asked about like, when did I first kind of discover whatever it is that I, I think I've discovered about myself? I'm not sure if I've discovered anything, but um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've been playing music for a very long time. Um, not seriously. I didn't get serious about music till I was uh, after college, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 you know, I, 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 I've always, I've always felt like something about picking up, well, even before I played the saxophone, like picking up any instrument, it just kind of um, there, 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 there was something that there, in some ways, um, this chatter kind of melted away. You know, this chatter in my brain melted away, and um, you know, I there, there was a way. I, I've I've always kind of gone to instruments to kind of like try to express something, even if I didn't have the skills or the language or the tools to express those things. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm creating a world. I feel like I'm entering into a world and that world is, is a gift, gift for me to, it's a privilege to be a part of that. Okay. Well, I just want to ask you quickly and then you guys can go back for a second, but since, you know, since you, it's funny, you weren't planning on this line of questioning. I will ask you about, because my favorite artist in the history of the world is Springsteen. So mm -hmm. streets of Philadelphia, where'd it come from? Um, well, you'd have to ask him where it came from. <laughs> I mean, where did, where did the idea come from to, to do that song? You know, I mean, it, it's, it, it is a bit bizarre and you're not the first person who's asked about, about this. I, I knew this was going to come when we chose to, 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 to cover the song and, you know, to record it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, like if you had asked me, you know, if you told me 20 years ago, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, you're, or if actually if you had told me, you know, 20 days before <laughs> we did the recordator, I don't know, you know, like, like you're going to do a, a, a cover of a Bruce Springsteen song. I mean, I would have been like, you're crazy. And I, I, I mean, I have the utmost respect for Bruce Springsteen. He's one of the icons of popular music and, you know, especially for someone of my generation. Um, you know, and uh, he's a great, an incredible musician, incredible man. There's what he's done for the music and what he's done for, for our society is really, phenomenal um and but you know I, and, and i've always dug his music I, i've never i mean admittedly i've never been like um you know i did grow up listening to a quite a bit of rock and roll but um springsteen i i always appreciate his music but i'm not like a you know a rabid bruce springsteen fan um uh, but uh you know i mean the, as much as i love his music i i never really would have thought it could be um uh necessarily the best match for a jazz interpretation or, or my sort of jazz interpretation. But when we, when we, um, uh, when Gabrielle and I started to plan the record and we kind of had this concept of doing songs about different places in the United States, obviously, um, that song, the idea came up because it's, you know, one of the most iconic songs about a place in the United States, you know, and I mean, I remember when that movie came out, when Phil, when, when Philadelphia, the movie with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington came out, I remember the song, you know, it was a very, very, it was a very important, obviously important movie, important song, important, um, moment in our culture. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think I originally kind of was like, Oh, there's streets of Philadelphia, but we can't do that. And, and, and Gabrielle was like, mm, yeah, we can't do that. But there was at some point at which uh, she, you know, when we were communicating about the record, it was during the pandemic. So we were basically talking mostly through text the whole time. Um, we actually didn't meet until a few, about a month before we recorded the album, but um, meet in person, I should say. But there was one point at which she, she, she said, I think she was like, Oh, I'm, I'm like listening to the, this song in the car and it's, it's beautiful. I'm crying. Like we should, we should do it. I think, I think we should do it. So I was like, okay, let's, let's give it a try. And I kind of started, you know, all the structure of the song is, basically preserved it's the same basic it's um you know, we changed the form a little bit but it's the sa exact same lyrics it's the same fundamental harmonic structure the melody is pretty much the same um really what i did is just kind of like um took the 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 the, the, the preserved the structure but just um kind of put these other elements like within the harmonies these these sort of very not Bruce Springsteen sorts of little motions within the same, the broad harmonic structure. And, um, you know, just, you know, it's obviously a, a very different treatment in terms of the groove, you know, in terms of the sonics of it, you know, um, and, uh, and I, I think it's a testament to Gabrielle. She really made, made that song her own. Um, I think she did a beautiful job with it. Well, I think that's one of the cool things about working with another artist is of course, you know, they can bring their own vision to it. And again, she might have a completely different vision. Now, I'm going to let Sage go again in one second, but I do have to ask just as a super fan, have you heard from Bruce about the version yet? 
I have not. Um, you know, I haven't. I have heard. I have heard nothing. I don't. <laughs> it's not like you know. <laughs> it's not like. <laughs> not like I'm in his DMs or anything. You know. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, 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 I haven't heard anything. I hope he doesn't hate it. I haven't got a gotten a cease and desist yet, so maybe that's a good sign. He probably isn't even conscious of it, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> well, in fairness, he had to cancel all September dates because he was sick, so he's been a little distracted. But I, I feel very confident that you'll hear it, and I feel very confident that he'll love it. Oh. Because I think for any artist, especially what's cool is when you can take a song and make it into something completely different. Yeah. That's And it's funny because Sage and I were talking about with that with Ann Wilson the other night again. And so I'm going to let her jump back in, you know. But I just had to ask about the Springsteen stuff as a diehard fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it's a privilege to be able to... Um, it was a privilege really to be able to record it and to, and to, to, you know, explore a take on it. And um, yeah. Um, there, now it's out of our hands, right. You know, like we create the music, put it out in the world and then it means what it means or it doesn't mean to everybody else. Yeah. I'd love to know more about this collaboration with Gabrielle. I love her voice. I love her music for a long, long time. And within this world that you're both entering, I like that better than creating. Thank you for that. Um, the process of of how it all came to be. I'd love to hear from you on on that. You mean the the process of 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 our um, our collaboration, basically, like how we, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely not a. I mean, I it's definitely not a typical story. It's definitely not, especially for me, in terms of the way I've kind of gone about um connecting with other musicians and, and and building musical relationships and i think some of it has to do uh with just the unique conditions uh of the time you know uh, the pandemic i think i'm not like in any way this this album or the collaboration is about the pandemic but i think the way in which it the genesis of it is certainly i don't think it would have it would ha have happened the same way had that not existed. And I guess, um, I, what I mean by that is, uh, so, uh, Gabrielle is obviously from California. I think she's from Escondido. Um, and she was in San Francisco. I don't know the exact years. Um, but I think in the early tens, maybe, um, she went to San Francisco State, I think, and then was on the scene here. I, I live in, in Berkeley, California. I, I was born and raised and I've been back here since 2002. I was in New York from, uh, uh, from 91 to 2002. Um, so, uh, she was here and, and playing and gigging. I wasn't, I may have heard her name, but I wasn't aware of her. I never heard her while she was here. Um, which isn't, uh, that's not atypical because when I'm here, I'm really a homebody. I don't, I feel in a way more of a connection to the New York scene than I do to the uh, San Francisco scene. Um, and then she left and she went to New Orleans and, you know, I probably had heard of her. You probably, you know, when she won the, I'm uh, sorry, that's it. when she won the Sarah Vaughn competition, I feel like I, I heard a bit about her then. Um, but, um, really what happened, my, um, my manager, um, her name is Anne Marie Wilkins and, uh, she, it's, it's, it's strange because my manager, she's an awesome manager, but really she was like, from the beginning, this is a strict dividing line. You deal with the music. I deal with the business. The twain, never the twain shall meet, you know? So like, like, I don't, although I know she loves music and has good ears, like we've never really 
had creative musical conversations before. She's kind of like, you do what you're going to do and I'll, and let me handle the rest, you know, but she was at an, at a function, some sort of event in new Orleans. And she, uh, texted me out of the blue. And she was like, I'm at this party and it's not even a concert. And a lot of people aren't really listening or like people are talking, you know, but there's this woman here and she's singing and she's just absolutely riveting. Um, and you've got to listen, you, you, you got to check her out. And like in under normal circumstances, I probably would have seen the text and just been like on the road, like whatever, you know, but I was home. I wasn't doing shit, you know, <laughs> chopping garlic or something, you know? And so it's like, okay. Um, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll check her out, you know? So I, you know, I, how do you check people out when, when you can't go out and meet them or hear their music? You know, you go on the internet, you know, and I'm not super savvy with the internet, but, you know, I had a lot of time as we all did on the pandemic to, to bounce around on the internet. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, heard a record and I loved a record. And then, you know, I just, there was something about her. Um, you know, obviously, Sage, as you say, her voice is, you know, she's got a beautiful instrument. Um, you know, the, it's, it's deep, it's rich, that she's expressive. Um, but there's just this, this intimacy and this almost like a vulnerability and also a sensuality. She, she just, it draws you in. Um, and, uh, and so I was like, yeah, she's, she sounds great. And I, I've worked with vocalists before, but never, um, never in under not always as a sideman never in, in one of my own projects and um yeah we started communicating and decided to do a record together so that's what this is mm. i can't wait to hear the the whole thing and have it be shared it's it's such a blending of her world and your world and i'm i want to hear more about the, the process mm -hmm. like yes sure. the meeting yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think this is, I, I, I don't, I don't feel like I have that many strengths as a musician, uh, other than that I love music and that I don't love my own music. So I work hard to try to make it better, you know, so that's a strength as I try to improve, you know. Um, but if I have a strength as a musician, I, I think one of them is that I think I'm a good listener and um, and that I also approach every, and I, th I think I'm relatively empathetic as a, as a musician. And I also approach every musical situation, um, I think with, with a very collaborative spirit, whether it's my project or someone else's project or a joint project, um, really my attitude is always like, how can, um, how can I enter this world, this musical world with this person and, or the, these people and try to be a part of this world in the most honest, expressive way. And, and how can I help contribute to the collective, collective story that's being told to the conversation, to the music, the, 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 the the whole of the music that's being made, not focused on like my part, right? Um, so I think that like, you know, once we started talking about doing a record together, it was very important for me. And, you know, I mean, it was together, but I, but it was going to be under, you know, it was clear it was going to be under my 
direction in the sense that it was going to be like whatever label I was going to end up on, it would probably be my label, you know, like I was kind of, I was going to produce it, you know, but it was really important for me to kind of um, get to know her as a musician and and also like really, you know, I, I, it was very important for me to not be like, okay, we're going to do this and this and this, and these are the arrangements. And then you need to sing this. You know, that's not how I, I, I operate with any musician, but I think especially with, with the vocalist, because I, I don't have as much experience, um, you know, playing with and, and collaborating with vocalists. And especially I think with Gabrielle, because I think part of her super, one of her superpowers is this deep, uh, emotional connection that she, um, uh, that 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 she establishes with the song that she's singing and i think that's very very important for her i learned that very early on i, I got a sense of it early on and 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 it was really confirmed once we were actually recording together is that even though she technically she's a great you know she's got a great instrument like i think technical um, execution and perfection are really not high and she'd have to speak for herself, but like, um, I don't want to say they're not high on her, 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 her values, <laughs> her list of values, but like, I think for her, like the emotional expression and the connection are always going to take precedence over the, the, uh, any sort of issue of technical execution and perfect perfection and i think that like even in choosing songs it was really like does she have does she feel like she connects with the songs yeah hmm. well i'm gonna jump in for a second because i want to ask you about this and this is interesting to me do an album like this right i imagine it triggers a great deal of memories of places that you've been or it's funny because I talk with artists all the time about doing covers, how you get into these songs. I don't know if it's triggered specific memories. And of course, being an L.A. guy, I have to ask, what the hell? How is there no L.A. song on the album? Yeah, well, you know, um, I, I apologize for that. There's a, <laughs> I'll get it. I'm just teasing, a, lot of great, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of great cities. You know, I mean, like at first, like one of the hardest decisions was to like for me was to just, you know, make it like rule out you know, the, the, the rest of the world, you know, I mean, it's like, why is it just America? But like, you know, we have to, we have to, you have to cut some, you know, you have to focus somewhere. Um, there were, you know, there were a few ILA songs that I considered. There's, there's actually, um, uh, a, 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 a cool Elliot Smith song called Los Angeles. I actually did, and, and this isn't LA specifically, but I feel like it's kind of LA. Um, uh, there's a Randy Newman song, Los Angeles, about Los Angeles, but that I knew wasn't going to work. I, 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 we worked on an arrangement of, believe it or not, Hotel California. Um, but, uh, we, 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 we tabled that. We may re revisit it for, for some of the live stuff where we're talking about it. Um, but, uh, so yeah, apologies to, you know, that'll be volume. It's all good. That'll it's be funny, volume two. One LA um, song. Yeah. I got to so, go X Los Angeles. Huh? Yes. I said, it's all good. For me, yeah. the, the fit of the LA song is X Los Angeles. But I remember that vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a punk song. I don't know that yeah. it would have lent itself. I just happen to love that song. But mm -hmm. let's talk for a second just about the memories and the, and the things that, you know, because again, it's funny. I'm sure that, you know, as you're doing something like this, you know, it triggers being in Minneapolis or New England or, 
you know, so were there favorite memories of these places that came back to you from doing these songs or things that you started to think about these places that you hadn't thought about in some time? Um, yeah, I mean, for sure, when you're doing a song about a place, if you've been to the place, you know, uh, memories are, are, are conjured. And yeah, I mean, it, it, but but I think in most cases with this material, it was like we had to inhabit the song, you know, because not all of the songs are are, are specifically about. In fact, many of them are not about the, the city so much. I mean, Yes, I left my heart in San Francisco. It's all about the, the city of San Francisco. It's also about love. Yeah. Um, New England is like, you know, this kind of wistful, um, yeah, like, like, I mean, as does San Francisco longing for a place, you know, kind of, you know, this nostalgic kind of wistful remembrance of a place that it, that has great romantic resonance for you. But, um, you know, some of the other songs, uh, you know, uh, you know, by the time I get to Phoenix is not about Phoenix, right? You know, um, so Streets of Philadelphia isn't really about Philadelphia. Yeah. So I think that like it, it's, it's, it was more um, it was more about trying to inhabit the song and serve the song in our own unique way. It wasn't about like, oh, I remember like when I got my first deep dish in Chicago or whatever, you know. Cool. Well, Sage, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I'd love to know about the beautiful album cover. It's one of the, my favorite album covers I've seen in a long time. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, so you know, I, 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 that I, I can't tell you so much about it, uh, but because I don't. So, so the the, the great uh, um, art artistic team, the the the, the art directors at, at at Blue Note, um, uh, they found it. You know, uh, we, I, I with. With artwork, I, I kind of made a decision early on uh, that I didn't want my image on the cover, um, and like, and and I guess if mine wasn't going to be on, then it didn't make sense for Gabrielle's to be <laughs> either. Um, although it would have been a great image, but um, I kind of made, I kind of want, you know, I've done a lot of records like that, and I wanted to find some sort of image that would, you know, not that would be evocative of some of the maybe feelings and ideas that might be at work in the record um, uh, on the album, but not, but not definitive, not like this is what the album is about. And, you know, they, they, they found a bunch of, I think this might've been like a, a stock photo that was available and they, you know, they sent me a bunch of options, but this one resonated. I didn't know what it was. I, I late, someone um, later told me that they think it's uh, the photo of um a, a art installation in uh somewhere in in Utah um it's, it's I I'm, I'm blanking on the name it's it's the something tunnels maybe the tunnels um so I think it's from from somewhere in in Utah um but uh yeah I mean it just it was a it was an image that spoke spoke to me and I, I thought um captured some of the the feeling that um you know some of that and maybe even some of the ideas that are are kind of at work underneath the surface with this music. I'm going to try and sneak in two really quick ones. One, will we see a sequel album? Because the first song that comes to my mind is Not About LA. I just mm -hmm. want to hear what you would do with Tom Waits, San Diego Serenade. Oh, so that, will there be a sequel actually, album? that was actually on the list. And that, that I, I'm not sure why that didn't, cause that, that, that's an obvious, um, I, when I was listening, to that, I was like, Oh yeah, this will, this will work great as a jazz, jazz, uh, jazz 
ear type of song. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we gotta, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if we sell a couple of these records, maybe we'll get to do another one. Who knows? <laughs> Nice. And the last question is, it's funny, Stage and I are working on this project together. We've been working on this book where we were talking with millions of artists, what feels like millions of artists, about the relationship between music and sort of the universe and how so much music comes, you know, when you talk to songwriters, they'll tell you so much music comes through sort of like a channeling. But it's interesting because I'd love to get your version of that as an instrumentalist, because I'm sure that in improvising and in playing, you felt this so many times. I, I, I the, felt what, 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 what are you saying? I'm that sorry. sort of feeling of like channeling where the music, as Ben Harper put it, where your antenna's up and the music just comes to you. Oh yeah. Where the music is playing you. I mean, that's the goal. That's the flow. You know, that's being in the zone. I mean, athletes talk about it too. I'm not an athlete, you know, but um, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what we live for, you know? And that's kind of what I was referring to be, be, before is this, the sense of like, like, like music is, is at once this act of self, realization but also this act of self-transcendence you know and when you feel like when you feel like you're you're at once an agent but also even more so the vehicle um you know that that's i feel like that's i mean that's the <laughs> that's that, that's that's the jones like that's the drug that's the thing that we're going for all the time we may not you know i think as we do this more maybe we can it's still elusive. Maybe we improve our batting percentage a little bit. Maybe we can drop in there a little more often as, as we get more familiar with it, but it's no guarantee. And especially when you're playing, especially when you're an instrumentalist and especially when you're playing improvised music, um, you know, it's, uh, you never know, but, but it's, 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 it's the most amazing. It's the most, one of the most amazing feelings in the world. Man, I know we can both keep talking to you all day, but I know you had a hard out. So is there anything that you want to add we did not ask you about? No, no, I'm, 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 it, was, it was fun. I enjoyed, enjoyed speaking with you both. Thank you, thank you so much. I hope you got what you needed. That was great. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thanks so much. Hey, it's Steve Balton. You've been listening to My Turning Point with Sage Baba and I interviewing Joshua Redmond. Thanks. Black and whispery as the rain On the streets of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.